What are the trends in compliance and risk management as we head into the new year? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Robert Stroud. He's the Vice President of CA Service Management and ISACA's International Vice President. Robert, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good to be on. Just to give us some context, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and your roles both at CA and especially at ISACA, please? Yeah, uh, I have a joint role. I am an international vice president with ASAKA, serving on the board of ASAKA, and have been doing so for the last four years. Uh, I've held uh, multiple roles within the ASAKA organization, assisting in developments of frameworks like uh, COBIT, uh, and also giving input to lots of other uh, GRC and related uh, developments and products that we've developed. And at CA, I'm known as the vice president for service management and governance strategy. And that role encompasses uh, understanding the market trends and what's going on and, and giving input back to, to where we're going and where the industry is going, both uh, internally and externally to customers. So up front, I talked about trends in compliance and risk management. As you look at those topics, what are the trends that concern you the most as we go into the new year? You know, as we go into uh, the new year, it's always a chance for reflection and uh, contemplation on where we've been and where we're going. And the, I think 2010 has certainly seen us understand, and, 20, and uh, 2009 and the global meltdown or slowdown has certainly seen us look at, uh, you know, compliance and, and also risk and, and what risks we're willing to take in uh, return for what rewards. The real trend that's out there that's, that's causing me some concerns is this, this disjoint between risk management and also compliance. Organisations still don't realise the two are linked. Risk management, for instance, offers us a huge uh, opportunity to both mitigate risk, which IT is typically very good at, and also accept risk for business growth. Now, the reality is that if you make those decisions in isolation of your compliance requirements, you could end up making a decision to accept risk that's inappropriate, or alternatively, you could uh, insert too many uh, mitigating controls that uh, stifle a business. I think a, a balance is necessary. And I think in 2011, we really have to start looking for that balance to drive that balance forward. You've got a, a unique vantage point. You get the opportunity to look across industry through ISACA. As you do that, where do you see common strengths and weaknesses when it comes to compliance and risk management? In terms of compliance, I think most organizations have got, you know, certainly uh, major enterprises in, in North America and uh, other countries with good compliance requirements such as Sarbanes-Oxley, GLBA, HIPAA in North America. We've got pretty good at, at understanding compliance and instrumenting or automating a lot of compliance to remove the manual controls. You know, in terms of risk, though, I think risk enterprise risk management is still a new art form outside of some primary industries like banking, insurance, and so on. And I think we really need to understand uh, how we can leverage these and take them forward. Uh, so, for instance, one of the things that, that I often see now is organisations will go and put a, a series of risk management controls in place. They'll go and measure risk and they'll understand it and then they'll just, just you know, go uh, wild, for instance, on just trying to put mitigating controls in place. You know, I'll go back to my, my former point. You really need to be able to, uh, to balance risk in every aspect of your business, and you need to arm your staff with a, a uh, capability for risk awareness and uh, risk acceptance where appropriate, and also, of course, documenting it. Now, Robert, you mentioned a moment ago the financial services industry. 
which industries, whether the private or the public sector, can we look to for leadership in compliance and in risk management? Well, yeah, it's, uh, it, it, I think uh, we've certainly seen uh, in the financial industry a lot of organizations put appropriate uh, uh, compliance requirements in place. So if I go and uh, quote maybe in Europe where a lot of uh, uh, organizations uh, you know, really look at Basel II, in the finance industry. Those controls were put in place, there's compliance requirements, and financial organizations in Europe have really leveraged Basel II to put appropriate uh, fiduciary controls in place. So these fiduciary controls can be part of the DNA of the organization, and then that in turn balances the risk profile. You know, that's one very, very good example. In North America, I think the insurance industry is uh, good at putting uh, both mitigating controls and risk acceptance in place. I don't know about you, but I've seen my premiums go up lately. And uh, that's a case of the insurance companies, you know, looking to put those risk profiles in place, understand how to link it to the business. And they're both good examples of where we need to get to. We need to make the risk management process uh, part of our you know process that we do every day it's kind of got to be enshrined in our our normal everyday process like we do with compliance and in an IT sense you know one of the areas I think there's a lot of opportunity for improvement which is probably the next question is uh, is really in project management for instance you know often we won't accept all the risks in an IT project for instance or understand the compliance requirements up front or understand the risks and if we don't build them in right through the project plan, at the end, we could come back with significant rework or effort required. Well, you anticipate the next question exactly, which is where do you see specific challenges for organizations? Project management is one. How about even just having the skills necessary within an organization? Is that a challenge? Yeah, skills is an interesting one. I, I, you know, many organizations have put a chief risk officer in place uh, of late, and and who really looks at uh, IT-related risk as well as business-related risk to IT. And I think, that, you know, finding that person's an interesting challenge, right? Where does that person come from? Out of an internal audit, uh, maybe, where, where you know, uh, our typical audit community is very good at that, and they see many audit roles growing into that. Or does it come from somewhere with the business, with the business knowledge and savvy? I mean, a, a good chief risk officer is going to, of course, have a balance of both. And finding those people is, uh, is certainly difficult. It certainly takes some effort to drive that particular individual out and then surround that person with the appropriate skill sets. Certainly, uh, I've seen that get better in the last two years, certainly since the time that ISACA delivered our, our uh, risk IT framework, which uh, it helps and assists with enterprise risk management. But, uh, you know, I still think it's a learning curve and we still need to go through that transition. Final question for you, Robert. If you could give advice to organizations specifically on how they can improve immediately in compliance and risk management as they head into the new year, what advice would you give to them? So, you know, there's a, there's a three pieces of advice I like to give. The first is risk uh, and has two sides of the coin. The first side is you need to be able to accept risk and use it for business advantage. And the second side is you need to understand when a risk is unacceptable to the business and mitigate that control. So we need to move away from the perspective of avoiding risk at all cost to where risk can be you know, a business value enabler. That's certainly the first piece of advice I'll give to everybody. The second piece in terms of compliance, you need to link your risk profile to your compliance profile. And I believe we need to be at a level now if we've not understood the compliance requirements we have we certainly need to do that 
we certainly need to understand where they are. We need to get those controls in place and then we need to uh, automate those controls so that it can be part of business as usual without any impact to the business. And then the final piece is if uh, someone's looking for guidance uh, at the Osaka website, we of course have uh, exceptional guidance on risk management, how to manage the risk and how to control it, as well as link it to compliance. And we've actually developed a framework which I'd encourage you all to take a, a quick look at. And you can see the uh, risk IT framework if you visit our website, which is www.isaka.org. Robert, I appreciate your time and your insight today. I especially appreciate you taking some time to talk about ISAC and the offerings. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, and uh, a good day to everybody listening or reading. The topics have been compliance and risk management. We've been talking with Robert Stroud, Vice President of CA Service Management and ISACA's International Vice President. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.